My name is Wazir. And my name is John Muhammad. And this is the Business Building Blocks Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm excited about the topic that we are talking about today because uh, it's very useful and it's very with the times. We got to stay with the times and we got to move forward and we have to use the tools that are available to us to get the best results. Yeah. If you can bring up the, the Google Docs. All right. Um, I like to tell a story. Uh, I'll start this off with a cartoon, uh, one of them old cartoons when I was growing up uh, as a child watching Speed Racer. Right. When Speed Racer, they had this episode and uh, about the car, you know, when cars were invented. There were people before then, everybody rode horses, you know, mm. horse and buggy. That's what I used to say, horse and carriage. Well, when they invented the cars, some people was opposed to this new technology. You know, they looked at it as it was evil. Right. You know, this car crash is going to kill people. Mm. So this episode, this one old, old, old man who was uh, against, staunchly against cars, and he would ride his big old horse, and he'll take his whip, and he'll beat people with the whip that's uh, driving cars. <laughs> he really? had war with cars. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we laugh at it now. But today's uh, generational gap in terms of technology is the Internet. You know, a lot of things that we did manually, uh, you know, physically, that you can do digitally now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, we we uh, the newspaper, for example, you know, in the nation of Islam, our primary tool to re- get the message out to our community was a, uh, was the newspaper. Uh, uh, under the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and Malcolm X, it was Muhammad Speaks, and then under Minister Farrakhan, which was my generation, right? It was the Final Call newspaper, and it is today the Final Call newspaper. But there's also a Online version, right? There's a digital version now, so you can you can even get the final call online. But we had to physically go door to door, or either on the street corner to get the message out. It was direct sales. Mm. And the internet, um, like on Sundays, how they stream the um, the lecture and stuff like that. Yeah. You don't actually have to physically be there. You can stream one lecture across the world now. It's totally different. Because I remember when I was little, there used to be those hookups. Remember that? <laughs> and then the phone would be like, yeah, and then somebody else would be talking. And, and it was no, there was no visual. I mean, you would have a, the whole uh, uh, mosque or uh, arena, wherever we were. Mm-hmm. we have a hookup this week, and it would be uh, online. They'd take the phone, the receiver, and they'll put it on some type of speaker. And oh, that's what that this, was? Yeah. Oh. yeah there was literally a phone call that they broadcast out to the audience, and we'll be tuned in. It was like radio. Oh, okay. You know, and now this uh, podcast is online radio. Right. You see? So, and I remember we did a big phase with satellite. Mm-hmm. We would actually rent satellite uh, trucks that come out, and they bring a satellite, a portable satellite, and we satellite the broadcast all over the world. And now when they came out with the webcast, you know, that's... That really replaced the satellite. Right. And now you can webcast from your phone. You can go live like we are right now right, on Facebook. Right. So the way that things are developing is crazy. Yeah. And then and there's a generational divide mm-hmm. you know, with people afraid. I mean, Facebook, you know, it's evil, you know, it's demonic. 
you know, uh, or they don't want to, you know, I don't, uh-uh, honey, I want to get a, it's mess on Facebook. <laughs> what you mean it's mess on Facebook? Mm-hmm. You know, my, 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 my children, grandchildren, nieces and nephews, they on there and giving all their personal business, you see. Physically, they might be exposing their breasts or, you know, taking a sex pic or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, but this is, this is, this is not the technology is the person using that tool. Technology is a tool. Right, right, right. It's how you use that tool. And just to clarify, we're talking about an older generation of people who 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 don't want to adapt because of that reason. Like, they don't understand yeah, it. They, they perceive it as uh, tech, this new technology, this new form, and, and we're going to talk about it uh, using uh, this technology right. uh, as a tool for business. Mm. You know, doing business online. This is the title of this episode, doing business online and social media. But I'm just trying to, again, uh, clarify that this technology is neither good or bad. Right. It's the individual use, uh, your purpose. You go into the tech, you, you pick up the tool, and you use that tool for whatever purposes that reflects your goals and your desires. Just like your car story, you could take your child to school or you could drive through a crowd of people and right, kill a bunch. Right, yeah. <laughs> it depends on what the person is going to do with the tool, with the technology. It's a reflection of your uh, your set of values, your morals, and your principles, you know, and your intellect. Because mm. it may not be wise to get online and do something that's, that's, uh, that's illegal. You shouldn't be on here threatening anyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you shouldn't be on here gossiping or, uh, you know, exposing yourself because it's a public record. Well, now it's going to follow you around in your in your career. You know, your potential employers may see that or your employer may see your activity. Or somebody that you want to do business with. Yeah. They may, a lot of, I hear a lot, I hear that, I hear about that a lot where people, want to do business with somebody so they'll go look at their social media and yeah. they may see them on there arguing with people all day. Right, just, right. just getting, you know, you know when people start arguing on Facebook, they start calling names, they may, you yeah. know, and then it's just like, I don't know if I want to work with this person anymore, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, so yeah. you should probably be mindful of that when you're online. It don't have to be the fullest extreme. You could just be showing bad character flaws yeah. within stuff like that that you're not even aware of. So now we're advocating then on business building blocks using this technology in order to do business, you know, to build uh, businesses in our community, thereby building our community, and then we can start addressing our needs. And uh, first of all, we can reduce unemployment, you know, and we can write our own check because a job, you have a, a cap, a salary cap, you know, you get paid, you know, whatever the minimum wage is, whatever that, that uh, job salary indicates. But in business, there's, there's no, there's no uh, limit. We set our own limit limitations. So now, let's go right into it. Let's start off with some statistical data. All right. You, you want to go into it? Uh, uh, the first point is uh, online shopping and e-commerce. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, online shopping and e-commerce, we pulled this off of, off of, off of Google. We wanted to start off with some, some facts. We're going to crush the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Online shopping and e-commerce, worldwide statistical uh, statistics and facts. 
uh, for private uh, consumers around the globe, the most well-known form of e-commerce fall into the business-to-consumer category, which includes online retail or online shopping. It refers to online purchases from brick-and-mortar retailers such as Walmart. And... Um, as well as from web-only online retail corporations such as Amazon.com. Uh, what's that, Rakuten? Rakuten. I've never Rakuten. heard of that. In uh, 2016, an estimated 1.61 billion people worldwide purchased goods online. Well, that's a statistic. We need, we need to look at our potential market. That's, the, that's our potential market. 1.61. Now, the 1.61 billion people worldwide. Annually, now in 2016, global retail retail sales amounted to 1.9 trillion U.S. dollars, and projections show a growth of up to 4.06 trillion U.S. dollars by 2020. 2020. So it's picking up. Yeah, and then in in uh, Asia Pacific, e uh, e retail sales accounts for 12.1 percent of retail sales in 2016, but only for only 1.8% uh, of retail sales in the Middle East and Africa. But uh, Africa is the emerging market. Right. Africa is growing faster than uh, China and India. Mm. You know, uh, they both got billion, over a billion uh, population. But the, the median age for Africa is much younger. So Africa is growing faster. And Africa is rich in mineral resources. Mm. And we had a guest on last week who's our international representative of the Nation of Islam, uh, Abdul Akbar Muhammad. He was on and he talked about doing trade, uh, international trade with Africa. But, but uh, as ahead. far as the, what you just read, I see business to consumer category. Now, I think that's what people like about shopping online because people don't like middlemen anymore, it seems like. People yeah. want to go to the, the source and get it straight from them because a lot of times that makes things a little cheaper because they're not paying these certain employees like cashiers and things like that because it's automated through the yeah. website. So I think it gives the customer that personal feel when they go into your website yeah. to get what they want. And then it, it saves a lot of time and effort. I mean, when you go to the old-fashioned mall, and you got to walk through 100 stores. You know, the mall might be two stories, you know, upper level, lower level. And you're walking through 100 stores trying to find your, your item. Right. And you had to drive there. That's that's money, driving there in the car. And then your time and effort. But you can just, with a press of a button, uh, you can search that item and go directly to it. Right. And that brick and mortar store have overhead costs. And they pass it on to you as a consumer, mm. you know. So you can uh, cut that overhead by being on, on uh, online. And we're appealing to our entrepreneurs right now. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is all about the entrepreneur. And mm -hmm. even if you do have a a, a brick-and-mortar store, you, you should have a website also. You should have a website also, and you should have an online presence. Right. You know, first establish the website. And I think we was going to talk about that. Um, it, it begins with a website. But even if you didn't have a website and you had a social media page, put your product information on the page. And they should have a way to, 
to, to uh, purchase that product, mm. whether it's mail order or whatever, they should be able to reach you by phone or by e internet, and uh, you need to make that transaction. So put that information in your in your post. You know what I see a lot on Facebook. I don't know if you see this. You ever see those people who sell plates online on Facebook where they take pictures of these like they might have oh, really? wings or fish or something <laughs> like that, and they just take pictures of it and then they put their info and they go around delivering food to people around the city. I see that a lot in Houston. Okay. Or they have a location where you can meet them and then they, they sell food. So they, there are these mini caterers and mini restaurants, which is like before a food truck, yeah. where they just cook it in their kitchen right. and then sell it online. I like seeing that. I'm like, man, that's like yeah. a, that's a good idea right there. Man, it's, it's a lot of innovation. Mm -hmm. You know, the apps bring that to mind. You know, you, you, you come out to a multi-million dollar idea and, and that's a new marketplace, the online marketplace. Uh, so let's take advantage of that opportunity. We talked about trillions of dollars, potentially, that's being, that's being uh, made or done on, on, online. Yeah, exactly. And we, we want to participate in it. I, I know a lot of times I drive around, we live in Houston, Texas, and I see one day I'll see an empty lot, and then a few months later I'll see, like, a skyscraper shooting up into the sky. <laughs> I'm like, all this is going on around us. Like, right. all this money is flowing back and forth. Yeah. We're, you personally are buying things all the time. That's true. So I think people shouldn't feel like— I think the reason why people don't do it, because they may feel like, oh, nobody going to buy it, or people don't need what I have, but people are already buying what you're selling for the most part. That's you true. just got to get get some of those— Um, what is that, getting— the market share. Is that what people call it? Yeah, you got yeah. you, you, you to gotta participate in the marketplace. Right. And whatever you capture out of that overall market would be a market share. Uh, but we talked about worldwide billions of people. Yeah. You know, and I know you know about that in terms of your um, the music industry. Yeah. And I, I remember that interview, someone, uh, you know, they was trying to demonize Michael Jackson in the media, you know, trying to smear his uh, image and his legacy. And uh, they would try to minimize his sales. And they asked Michael Jackson, they say, Michael Jackson, your song, uh, do you feel depressed that your song is not doing as well as uh, uh, your other songs, you know? And uh, he said, what do you mean? <laughs> and they say, well, you know, your song is not number one in on the charts. He said, but I'm number one in the world. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you, you may not be number one in the U.S. charts, but it's billions of people around the world. He's number one in the world. Right. So it's nothing to be ashamed about. And that's the American ego sometimes where we think, like we're having a World Series in yeah, yeah. in Houston right now, <laughs> uh, Astros, but the no. world don't play no, in no, that. No, no. <laughs> and it's only American teams playing in a World Series right. or Miss U or no Miss uh, Miss Universe and stuff like that. There's only yeah. people on the earth. But anyway, oh, I heard Terry Crews talking about football. You know, we've been talking about football a lot. Yeah. And he was talking about the NFL. They make it seem like this big thing, the Super Bowl and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But nobody else in the world watches American football but yeah, America. They're all looking at soccer. But they make you think Which that, is the real football. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and worldwide. So the world is big, basically, and the internet yeah. allows you to tap into that world. And let's take advantage of it. That's 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 the purpose of this. Uh, one other thing I wanted to mention, and I want to tie this back to the black community, and um, a good example of the use of social media uh, on a 
on a grand scale. Uh, we talked about the Nation of Islam and uh, Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Well, there's a brother you and I know. His name is Jesse Muhammad. He's the Twitter Army General right. for the Most Honorable uh, Minister Louis Farrakhan. And uh, his work in the, in, in the previous march, I think was uh, just as else march on Washington we had back in 2015, just as else. And um, we, we may have had maybe a million people in attendance at that march. But with the work of social media, and, and, and we can give credit to our brother Jesse Muhammad, who's from Houston, uh, he organized a group to promote uh, this march using social media platforms. Right. And uh, the aggregate number of, of viewers worldwide, uh, in person it was 1 million, worldwide it reached 1.5 billion. <laughs> that that ought to be a motivation, an inspiration to those of us who want to know what's the potential of this social media and is it something I should pay attention to. Well, if you can get your message out tenfold, you know, then why not? You know, and a lot of these social medias are free. Access is free. Right. You know? So this is free marketing. So let's let's take advantage of that. And that's the that's the other part about it. Uh in business, and we're talking about business, and we 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 familiar, you know, in our community with working uh in religion and working in, in social and political movements. But I want to draw our attention to economics because, you know, let's let's the the things that politics do do not solve or have not solved. And even we had a black uh, president. Seems like economically we didn't progress. We didn't make the progress we needed. And even after the civil rights movement, we still lag behind economically. Uh, we may have fallen backwards uh, after integration economically. Right. Because we don't have ownership. You know, uh, business-wise, we're not focused in that area of uh, business development. So let's let's pay attention to that and let's use modern technology about it. Let's so so we start with our website and now we, we got a website. Now how do we market that website? You see? You built a store, but now you gotta get people to come to your store. You know, you build it and they'll come. Well, I don't know if they'll just come. Right, right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta direct traffic. Right, exactly. You, know, you gotta attract mm-hmm. traffic to your site. And uh and and you building these friends and these relationships that you could have been gossiping and talking about um, just social things, just personal things. But let's empower ourselves. Uh, we can empower ourselves educationally, you know, like we we needed a definition. We needed some background statistical data in order to support our argument and our position. Right. You know, so we was able to use that internet to go out and and, and capture that information. And now we once we capture it, now we can share it. Mm. Okay. And now we can apply it. And that's what we want to do here. We want to apply it to social media. You got some examples of social media you'd like to get to? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I was listening to another podcast, and they, it was the Brilliant Idiots podcast I listen to pretty regularly mm-hmm. uh, with Charlemagne from The Breakfast Club. 
but they had these, and I think I mentioned them before, but they brought these two brothers who made a trivia game. And all they did was, the trivia game is like TV trivia. So it's like Martin trivia. It's uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. All these black shows that we grew up watching. And they made a game where you ask questions about the show. Mm-hmm. And what they did was, I think he had like his last little bit of money. He could have paid one bill. But instead he was like, man, let me just go see what I can do with this this game real quick. He just randomly thought about it. And uh, they just cut it up, made it real quick, looked up on how to how to make a trivia game on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And just made it right then. They put the picture up, and they they sold, like, a crazy amount, like, a huge order. I can't even remember the number, but it was a really big order, and it kicked off their business. Now, going through that, it surprised them so much that they was like, man, we need to check up on this business-wise. They looked up on the trademarks of the logos that they put on their games. Nobody owned the Martin logo. Nobody oh, owned the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air logo. Yeah. Nobody owned all these black shows from the 90s logos. Mm. So he went through and he, they bought the ownership of all those logos. Man, that makes sense. So now that if somebody want to license those shows yeah. with that logo, they got to pay them. Oh, not right. even Martin, not right. not not whoever made the show, Warner Brothers, mm. whatever. They paid them. And that's just from them going online, like we talking right. about doing business online, and just doing the research. And they found out. Yeah, I mean, and I wouldn't have known what you meant by that, but watching the show Shark Tank. Yeah. Shark Tank, they talk about trademarks, you know, the licensing deals. You know, I can help you get the licenses for this. Right. And you're very innovative. You got an idea, and you, you got to get it patented, a copyrighted a, a license, right. trademarked. Uh, so, and, 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 and later I want to talk to you in the second half about the music industry and entertainment. Oh, yeah, we can talk how, about that. how valued it, how you, but that is. But we did want to talk about, let's let's mention some social media platforms. Facebook. Okay. And, of course, we on Facebook Live now. We are on Facebook Live. And uh, go and like our page. You know, go and share um, information that we provide because we, we our hour is about an hour long, but our Facebook page it's 24-7. We make posts that's relevant, that, that we believe that's uh, relevant to our subject matter. And that would, that would add value to our page. And we post those. And particularly, we we interested in, uh, for instance, in this city, we have Unity Bank. Right. Which is the black, Unity National Bank, which, uh, Unity National Bank, which is the black bank in this area. It's not that many. But we can change that. We can. We can. If we if we begin to support our own, you know, that's what we're talking about. So let's support Unity Bank. And we can place ads on our page for Unity Bank and other black businesses in this area to encourage us to start circulating the dollar in that in the in our community. Right. And so now we can start practicing what we advocate. You know, and we, and we want to empower ourselves and then empower our community. Mm. So we do that by putting that, and, and you may find Unity Bank ads, so we share ads, or they promo videos or whatever. Because now we start, we we, we learning about the value of these ideas, but let's go practice them. And if you listen to the show, we'll repost your business. Yeah, yeah. Or if you don't listen to the show, just... Reach out to us. Yeah, uh, we we like for you to share the ads mm-hmm. and also 
uh, patronize these businesses mm-hmm. and make it a reality. You know, we had a, one of our friends on our group page. Now, we have business building by group, too. You can become a member of the group. Mm. And the guy had a business, and he was posting his ads, and he sent me a private message. He said, uh, you know, is uh, everybody just posting on this page or anybody uh, buying? And so my response to the brother was, well, why don't you buy from someone, you know, and you post online as an example of purchasing from a black business. Mm. You know, practice what you preach. Uh, practice what you expect. Now, I want, of course, I would like for people to support uh, the Business Building Blocks show, but um, I would be, you know, I would I would be hypocritical if I only wanted people to spend money with me or pay attention to what we're saying. You know, sometimes we have to listen to others and support others if we want others to support us. Mm. You know, one hand washes the other. Right. You know, so that's what we talk about networking and circulation of the dollar in a community. Right. You know, we believe in self-help, you know, but not by yourself. We're not an island. Or we just don't want the current just to go in the one, one way. We want it to circulate. So let's make it a reality, not just an idea, you know, not just a dream. Right. You know, we talked about uh, Martin Luther King had a dream. And integration was the dream. Um, but let's have a, a goal. Not a dream, but a goal. Let's have a vision for one thing. It's different from a dream. Let's have a vision. Let's have a goal. And let's make steps toward that goal. Action steps. Right, right. Task to do. And then and, and our assignment here is to, to go into business, to advertise our business, and to patronize other businesses as an example. Prime the pump. You know, if you had the old, old, old well, mm-hmm. you, you want, you had to, Put a little water in there in order to mm. get it started. Okay. It's called priming the pump. So make a sacrifice, you know. And like you say, we need goods and services ourselves. We we have all these needs that we're satisfying now with others. We're going outside our community, particularly in the beauty supply industry. You know, we, we have a lot of beauty shops and barbershops that's black home. But when it comes to beauty supply, we get Koreans. Right. I, I don't understand that. I, I don't understand that. Shout out to Tendrils and Curls on Shepherd and Westheimer. If you want, if you're in Houston, Texas. Okay. Tendrils and Curls. They are black owned beauty supply. Beauty place. supply. Oh, okay. So I if would... you want to go, you know, uh, go patronize. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let somebody know they black owned too, and uh, let's share it on social media. So we talked about Facebook. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about some more? Well, of course, yeah. We got, you know, the big three, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Those are the big three. I see a lot of activity with YZ on Instagram. Y'all go, I'm mm-hmm. shouting out at YZ on Oh, okay, Instagram. yeah, yeah. I mean that, um, no, we'll, we'll come back I'm to I'm about to say, this you want to get into it after the sponsors, yeah, after right? That, yeah, Um, Twitter, um, yeah, and it's, it's others. It's other platforms. 
Um, basically, wow. the point is just to get active. One That's, start with a T. What is that one? Twitter. Oh, Tumblr. Tumblr. Or yeah, Tumblr. Tumblr is kind of. People don't, I don't know if people still own Tumblr anymore, but Tumblr was one of the early on ones. Okay. Only the, the. I don't know. Certain people are still on there, but okay. it's like a blog site, kind of. Well, every platform has an audience. Mm -hmm. And we talk about the big pie. They have a slice of that pie. So you want to presence as, as many of them as you can in order to reach their audience. Right. Okay. Yeah, let's go into sponsorships. And, you know, business building blocks is supported by sponsors. And uh, one of our biggest sponsors, our platinum sponsor, is Nation Products. Nation Products has recently launched their website. It's nationproducts.com. You have heard us before shout out the Facebook page. And you can go out and, and like the Facebook page and you'll find additional information on the Facebook page in order to promote Nation Products. But nationproducts.com, you can go directly into that website and begin to patronize. Now, there is uh, books on Nation Products' site children books and the book that we um, had on last week we had a, an a case for on, separation yeah yeah a case for separation by attorney Warren F. Muhammad uh, which was an in-depth scholarly discussion on that whole concept of separation and I advise you to go back and look at episode 26 and we had our international representative talking about Africa because this ties together what we're talking about. If you want to realize the, the growing emerging market, right. the opportunities there, then go online. And then then we can start doing international trade and commerce digitally. You see? And uh, you'll learn more about it. Go back to that episode. But we have that book, A Case for Separation, by attorney Warren F. Muhammad. Go to nationproducts.com and acquire that um, that book. Also, we have chemistry for children. We do a, Nation Products do a lot of children literature. Chemistry for children. You know, there's a myth that black children, so-called minority children, are not smart in math and science. And I, I think there's a psychological... Uh, limitations put on us by saying that we are less intelligent. Right. That's not true. Let's accept the responsibility to start teaching our children ourselves at home at that tender age. And so Nation Products has a book, Chemistry for Children, where we introducing uh, science to our children so that when they get up in their later ages, they will whiz right through it because they're already familiar with the periodic table elements. And then, you know, chemistry is not foreign. It's something we interact with every day, like water. And we, we, we in the book, you'll learn what water is made of. Hydrogen and oxygen. H2O. Two hydrogen atoms and one oxygen atom makes the water molecule. A child can understand that. And you show them what water is. Mm. You know, we talk about, well, we breathe oxygen. You know, the air you breathe is oxygen. You know, um, 
another one we talked about was the sun. And that's hydrogen. Sun's burning off of hydrogen. And, uh, and I used to get that mixed up with helium. But Which is in the a party balloon. balloons, you know, the balloons you let go and it goes up, it's filled with helium. So I think our children can understand those concepts. We start introducing those concepts to them early. Go to nationproducts.com and you can acquire that ch- children's book. For your children, there's others. We talked about famous blacks in America. And um, education is so very important. You know, we start empowering our children because they are the ones that's going to make a future for us. They are our future. Mm. So we want to empower them with knowledge and they want to learn about their history and their culture. It's famous blacks in America. Go to nationproducts.com. Okay, we can go to another another thing you can find on uh, nationproducts.com is Wazir's music. <laughs> yeah. The actual CD. Yeah, the hard copy. Of uh, your album, Photon Fever. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can go iTunes and get it on, get the digital version. And, and Apple Music, iTunes, title. You can stream it. Mm-hmm. But you also might, if you're a fan, if you're one of them diehard fans, that you want some tangible um, copy as a souvenir. Might be collectible one day. A collectible item. <laughs> yeah. You know, because the technology has changed. It's, it's really went far. Because somebody gave me their CD the other day. To He gave it to me. But I I haven't been able to listen to it because I literally have no... I, my laptop don't have a CD player and my car don't have a CD player. Right. So what am I supposed to do? I just collected it, you well, know, those, for the future. It's like a record. Those of us who ride in the horse and buggy or the camel... Yeah. It still got that CD player. <laughs> yeah, if you still got a CD player, <laughs> yeah, get, bump you it up. Get it. We got we got a collectible item. Yeah, and you got photos in there. We can see. We can see. Um, also, we would like to do public service announcements. The Final Call newspaper. The Final Call newspaper. And we talked about it earlier in our discussion. Right. This is a physical copy of the Final Call newspaper, but you can support the Final Call online at finalcall.com. Again, thefinalcall.com. It talks about, you know, the uh, U.S. government targeting black organizations. Back in the 60s, they had a, a J. Edgar Hoover and the FBI had a program called a counterintelligence program where they targeted leaders of a black organization in order to assassinate them, discredit them, or uh, destroy those uh, organizations. Uh, now they're t- they're targeting these so-called uh, black extremist groups, but it's just a play on words. It's just a modern version of that same targeting of black organizations. So read about it in this latest issue of the Final Call newspaper. And again, you'll get factual information from the Final Call, not this fake news or corporate-sponsored news, but you'll get information that uh, that's designed for our community. That's factually based, not alternative facts. That's a fancy word for a lie. Right, right. We're talking about truth, facts. You know, uh, now now you can base, you can make a better decision if you have all of the facts. So get the finalcall.com, final call newspaper. Mm. And before we go on, we like to talk about the economic blueprint. The economic blueprint is a form established by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and the Nation of Islam to acquire farmland. 
Right. You know, we talked about separation. We talk about nation building. And if you're looking at, uh, for a reference and, and you're a believer of the Bible, kingdom building. Kingdom building. Christ coming to build a kingdom, right? Right. All the children of Israel was to inherit a promised land. And in that promised land, they was going to build a kingdom. So we, we use the language of kingdom building, nation building, community building. But we got to be able to feed ourselves. So we start with farmland. Adam and Eve in the book of Genesis, there was, uh, well, we, the story starts to set in as a garden, right? And then Cain and Abel uh, were, were their sons, Adam and Eve's sons. Um, Cain tilled the soil, and Abel was a sheep herder. Mm. So uh, the basis of a civilization is food, clothing, and shelter. So we got to first be able to feed ourselves. So we, our goal is to acquire 200 million acres of land. And we're going to do this by taxing ourselves five cents a day. You know, you got five on it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Brother K. Reno redid the song. Uh, you got five on it as a, a way to market this fund. I think Damian Marley just sat with that song, too. Anyway, soundtrack. I got five on it. Yeah. We're talking about a nickel a day. Five cents. The sales tax in Houston is 8.25 cents per mm-hmm. dollar. Right. That's per dollar. We spend more than a dollar a day. So, but could we tax ourselves a nickel a day? That's 35 cents a week. And that's $18.20 a year for each wage earner. It's nothing, you know. But collectively, we can raise millions of dollars and we can make this a reality, mm. you know. So it, it would only, it will remain a dream and a goal if we don't act on it. Go to, go to I'm sorry, go to economicblueprint.org, economicblueprint.org. Dot O-R-G, and let's make a difference. You know, you can make a difference. Now we can go back into the podcast. Back into it. And if you want to be a sponsor or a guest for the Business Building Block, you can reach us, reach out to us. Uh, you can call us at this number, 832-258-3061. If you uh, like the content that we're providing, um, we're like-minded, we're in agreement, Uh, uh, you can come uh, sponsor the show. Uh, We'd love to have you as a guest. And um, we would love to promote your business and uh, your products and services. Right, right, right. Because we love to have actual... Entrepreneurs, come on. We've been really good about that, bringing on guests and things like that to bring the listeners a real-world example yeah. of somebody who's doing something. that may You can learn so much from listening to somebody who's doing what you want to do, or you might even knew that you wanted to do that, but you hear right. them talking about it. It's like, oh, I could do that, you know? That's right. So Make, make it a, a reality. We see others doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, we see, uh, of course, white, white folks providing for us our needs. The greater society, the greater society. We see foreigners right. coming in and and becoming very successful, and we help them right. become successful because they set up shop in our community, in our mm-hmm. neighborhoods, and we don't think twice about patronizing them. 
and their service may not be the best. You know, there's a sign up on the wall that says, uh, all sales are final. No refunds, no exchanges. Well, you know, I have a call to nature, you know. Uh, can I use your restroom? Restroom is out of order. And the man talking to me behind a bulletproof glass. No service. Yeah. No customer service slides your money underneath the slot. You know, we don't get the best service. So why don't we go into business and give them some competition? Right, right. For our dollars. Now, what'll happen if we go into business? We empower ourselves. And now we can provide jobs for our youth or for our own unemployment. And now the brothers, ain't, you know, our young people ain't got to stand on the corner and smoke that loud, mm -hmm. uh, go snatch a pocketbook from an old lady. Or go build your enemy's business. Yeah. For them to lobby against us. Yeah, brain, <laughs> with their money. <laughs> brain drain. Our best brains go and work for others instead of work for uh, ourselves. Let's go into the entertainment industry. All right. And our guest today is Wazir. Can we have a round of applause? I'll put the applause in, the, in there too. <laughs> Wazir. So who is Wazir? Who is Wazir? Yes. I am me. Now I'm just playing. My name, I'm a rapper, producer. Slash podcaster. You're Jamaican. You have a lot of jobs. <laughs> Editor, uh, filmmaking. Uh, I've done camera work. You know, a lot of stuff. Creative. And, and all around creative. He's, he's our resident engineer and producer for the Business Building Block Show. Right, our right. Our film editor. Our sound editor. Make sure that the sound is right. Mm-hmm. Make sure the film is right. And... Uh, Man, add to the content. So now, let's talk about your projects. Um, do you have any albums? I do have some albums. Uh, well, just a, a timeline. I've been doing it since 2012. I say, I say, to 2000, late 2011, early 2012. Remember that mixtape you dropped? The night. The night. Yeah, yeah, and then, so now, yeah, yeah. You my, still can find the night on uh, Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Yeah. Go Very, to Bandcamp. Go, I go wouldn't do that. that. No, don't do that. No, but, I, like, I like the night. <laughs> well, you, well, that's what I'm saying. You can, you can tell people to do what they want to do, and I can tell them don't do it. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the night, but I remember when you dropped that first mixtape. Yeah, yeah, and this is it's what's crazy, because I never seen myself... I was telling you that the other day when we was in the car. I never even thought about making music ever. Yeah. But I was in I was in band, I was playing music, but I never thought of making it because it was never exposed to me in that way. Like I never seen the process. I never seen how you could start with an idea, work it out, and then end up with a song. Mm -hmm. But I always had a love for songs that I wasn't really paying attention to. Like the the rappers I liked at that time were always like the best rappers that were out at the moment, but I didn't know why. They're just the rappers I like. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? One of my favorite ones was the one who got me really rapping was Jay Electronica. Oh, really? Jay yeah. Electronica. From his work is what made me start doing what I was doing. Even though I had been listening to Wayne, I had been listening to, uh, really, I listened to a lot of Lil Wayne in high school, Big Sean, J. Cole, Kendrick, you know, the, mm -hmm. the obvious ones. But Jay Electronica, the reason I identify with him the most it's because he's from New Orleans, mm -hmm. and he came up in the mosque in New Orleans. Right. So he was out of the nation, and a lot yeah. of people don't know that. Yeah. So when I was listening to his lyrics, he was he he, the stuff he was saying was like straight out the teachings, basically. And I was just Supreme like Supreme wisdom, I believe. Supreme <laughs> wisdom, yeah. He got a song called Voodoo Man. I would yeah. go 
Well, the song ain't called Voodoo Man. It's like a 15-minute thing where he starts... Well, it's like a whole thing. It's like a whole thing. But in the middle, it's this segment called Voodoo Man. And if you listen to that, and if you know the teachings, you'll be like, whoa. You know what I mean? A lot of people in the nation are not even aware of J Electronica. But uh, when I heard that, he talking about selling final calls and everything. That's what I'm talking about. So yeah. I'm like, man. I'm like, I mean, in my generation, it was Public Enemy. It was Ice Cube. You know? Right. Uh, I mean, a lot of the rappers are five percenters anyway. Yeah, Remember yeah. The movie yeah. Belly. Yeah, with uh, I mean, Nas. Nas and all those guys, they was in in their language. His name was Nasir. A lot of the five percent language in the movie. Wu Tang is five yeah, percent. A lot of those actors, guard body, they be calling each other, all of that stuff, you know. Yeah, but I remember you got contacted, you know, by LL Cool J in that first mixtape. Yeah, that very first project <laughs> that we was talking about the night. You you yeah. asked me to make that project. Well, you told me to make one song. You was like, make one clean song or something like that. Yeah. And then what it did was just unlock my brain to be able to express, because I'm going on tangents, but that that project became what was the yeah. formula for the rest of my projects going forward, basically. But um, you talking about LL Cool J, I had did a video for one of the, I had probably two videos out at that time. Mm-hmm. And then I put it out, and it was out, it was doing whatever, Small numbers, but good for, like, somebody who's just starting. Yeah. People was liking it. Oh, man, you doing music? A lot of people have found out. They was like, I never even heard you talk before. I don't know where yeah. that came from. I guess they just didn't know me because I talk way too much. But I, I tweeted, we are all God's children of the Most High, right? Mm-hmm. And then LL Cool J retweeted and quoted me and was like, uh, yeah, that's right, or something like that. I was like, LL Cool I was at my fr- in my friend's dorm. We had just put yeah. the video out, actually, now that yeah. I think about it. We was in his dorm, and I was like, I was like, oh, it's this fake page. It's fake LL Cool J page. Let me go see. And then it had the blue check. And I was like, is that LL? Is that LL? And I was like, oh, what do I say? We got to say something. We got to like, we got to. So then we said something to him. And then he like DM me. He was like, yo, call me. Or give me your number. And then he called me. And he was like, yo, you like the new Kanye mix with uh mix with public enemy mix. Yo, you doing your thing, you hip hop. And I'm just like, Yes, sir, thank you, sir. And then <laughs> But uh I mean, you was in negotiating with him for a while. And I remember you had the studio over at the mall with brother Jerry. Oh, that was early. That's when we had met him. I hadn't even started going there yet, but I had met him there. Brother Jerry Muhammad Muhammad 2G. Right. I met him around that same time. Not met him, I reconnected with him. Because I had already knew him from the mosque yeah, yeah. and stuff. But, but I remember we were there when they when his, when his manager called you. Yeah. And, and and everybody got excited about it. We don't have a lot of time, but... Yeah, yeah I was uh, going to get... just the first mixtape. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting and into then, it. And uh, then My this Way... Was the second one, which yeah. I did with brother with Muhammad 2G and, uh, in his studio where he was letting me work there for free. Shout yeah. out to that brother. Because if I wasn't able to do that, I wouldn't... You got to have, especially in those early times, you got to have the freedom to, like, figure stuff out. So that's what I did in that studio was I, I produced everything at home, came up there. It was a, it was a crazy situation because it was, like, a mariachi band up there playing a lot. <laughs> so they would be like... They will be doing a mariachi thing. in the Mall of the Americas. Yeah, I was in... The old Sharpstown Mall. Yeah, I was in a mall that used to be called Sharpstown. Everybody know about Sharpstown in Houston, but now it's called Plaza Americas. But uh, it was like a more Mexican mall at that point. Yeah. It was a lot of like, so I'd be, I'd go and get me a taco or something, eat my yeah. taco, finish the album. Uh, but that was my second project. And what I'm realizing now, those those were projects, but they were very just like sketches. Like if you were to find an artist's first sketches, that's what those really were. That was my first work that people probably, you wouldn't even hear from another artist because it was so but, early. But 
that probably you probably did your biggest show in Tuskegee, Alabama. Off from that, that project. From from that project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Uh Tuskegee, uh and that was associated with the Nation of Islam. It was the The uh, Twitter Army. The Day of Atonement at Tuskegee, Alabama. Right. And you performed the day before the major lecture. Uh, in a in a lot of ways. Was it was it Jasiri X? Jasiri X was there, a lot of different people. You know, people everybody. Sakila and the Honda. Yeah, but um it was Brother Jesse, I think, who asked me to perform, right? Yeah. I, it was somebody yeah, like that. Yeah, but I remember there was a massive audience. Yeah, it was and, in the gym. And 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 uh, we had the My Way CD. And we were selling them. And I mean, um, we we pushed a lot of CDs over that, over that weekend. I think a lot of, in a lot of ways that was the beginning of even this podcast, I think. Because we, we, well, we always used to. Was, you was exposed to, to people from all over the country. Yeah. And when we had that convention. A lot of those people I'm still cool with, too. But moving forward, I did that project, did another project uh, after that. And this, what the key part of this, through that whole time I was in school. So I was at school at HCC. And every song, a lot of my songs was projects for school. So they'd now be this like... Is, this is the Photon Fever project. Well, this is even from uh, oh, The Night. The night, oh, all the way back then. You was in school a while. Yeah, I was in school for like six years trying to get a, <laughs> uh, associates. But that's because I did film and audio. I was doing yeah. two degree plans at the same time. But the, um, so f from my first songs was projects for school. Okay. So I can't, I wouldn't be here without going to school. So a lot of times people are like, you ain't got to go to school to do what you want to do. In my case, if I didn't go to school, I wouldn't be doing anything I'm doing right now. So go so, shout out. You got a, a, a degree in, in what? Uh, Audio engineering and recording technology from uh, from Houston Community College. And you ver you versed in, in in audio and film. Yeah, and I went. I, I got close to finishing the filmmaking, but I just left after that because it was like I'm done with audio. You have a project off the, and we're gonna get to your latest release, but off the Photon Fever album, do you have a video? Yeah, I was about to get into that. Okay. Photon Fever. Yeah, you can check that project out. Photon Fever. That was my. I worked on that project for two years while I was in school. And uh, that's when I really got into my advanced classes in school. So the production on that had elevated a lot from uh, from my from my way to that project. It was a huge leap in production value because I went to a studio, which we're in right now, Baron Studios, which one of my friends from HCC got a job at. And then I went from when he was an intern to all the way now he's a staff engineer. Me and him been working. So uh, shout out your engineer. Oh yeah, shout out David Strauss. He's from Eastern Europe. He's from Latvia. So that's why when you hear my stuff, yeah. it sounds global because my engineer from Europe. Yeah. <laughs> and you but got that international audience. Yeah, and that's my homeboy too. Like we real cool. So we we talk a lot about what I'm about to do before I even do it. So, so it's you, a, got, you got some fans in Eastern Europe. Go along I don't, with them fans in Korea. <laughs> I probably do. I need to go out there and shoot a video actually. But anyway, okay. The project Photon Fever, and uh, it was my. That, that took a lot out of me to make that project, but I learned so much. And uh, you can go get that on all of these. Well, no, just that one is on iTunes. Full Time Fever is available. Yeah, just search Wazir, W-A-Z-E-E-R, anywhere you listen to music. And the video but, we talking about. Oh, Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I shot a video for one of my singles, Bad. And uh, it did really good. That was one of my best performing videos. And I think it was because more people were involved. I had, I had one of my friends from HCC, another one from school. Her name is Kristen. And she was a, a film lab aide. I was an audio lab aide. So the two wings of the, of the program met, and uh, that's what it was. So go check that project out. And, and the executive produced that? The what? The bad video. Well, yeah, executive produced, co-edited, co 
co-directed, well, I wouldn't say co-directed. I give her all the credit for that. But I brought her my idea, and she went through and went crazy on it. But so don't, And so the track you produce? Yeah, I produce. Music. Oh, that's another thing. All my music, I produce it. We kind of rush right now because we're getting to the end of the uh, <laughs> end of this uh, podcast. But yeah, that's how it went. And uh, right now, what I'm doing now is I'm just taking it as it comes. So if I get an idea, I come up here to the studio, I do it, and I release it. So my latest single that I just put out is called uh, Becoming. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The I like the man I'm becoming. It's basically a coming of age song. I'm at the at a stage of my life where I'm becoming more independent. I'm uh, becoming more in control of my ideas. I always was, but every time you make something, you you told me that once. Every time you do something for yourself, you empower yourself. So when I made my own album, that really empowered me. So now I put what I put into that whole album into each song now. Yeah. Because now I have all those tools at my disposal. As you're making the project, you don't have it. But once you do a certain amount, now you got it. So now that I did the whole project, and now that I did this song, I got another one coming. We ain't going to talk about that. Okay. But the but one you, that's out now... I remember you saying you're always standing for something. Well, yeah. That, that's part of the lecture. I mean, the hook? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always standing for something. Uh, you like the man that I don't go ask him for nothing. Yeah. It's basically just do for self. Okay. You know what I mean? A lot... And be a man. Yeah, just be a man. A lot of times, especially in rap, we want to call ourselves everything but a man. And uh, I just want to what do you that. Mean? You mean like a nigga, a dog, a fool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A gangster. A killer, whatever. A killer. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not none of those. And I, and I put man I'm becoming because I don't even feel like I'm fully, I'm not anywhere close to where I'm going to be. You haven't reached your potential yet? Well, yeah, and, I, and I'm just... Acknowledging that I'm in pro- I'm in progress, I, I can yeah I can look at my uh, my growth a little bit. And I can be like, oh okay, I'm moving forward. I, I'm going in the direction I want to go. So y'all go check that out. It's multi layered We can't get into all the specifics of each line. It's a it's a wealth of 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 references in yeah. one line. Of, that, that's one thing about my music. You may hear me talking about one thing, but I'm talking about ten different things probably in yeah. one line. So just go in there, exploring it. If you like good music, if you like hip hop with depth, if you like music with meaning, if you like musical pu- content, yeah, yeah, if you like it's, pu- it's, it's inspiration. I'm not just saying that, but Wazir uh, uh, is our co-host. He's half of this team, and as you support Wazir's uh, music, you support the business building blocks. Believe it or not, so you, you can do that. Go out and and, and get a single. I, I think it's only ninety nine cent on iTunes. Yeah, cop the single. You yeah. can stream it, but buy it as as a support. Help us. Uh, sponsor the show and also support our, our sponsors that help us uh, with the show as well. Uh, so, we coming to another conclusion to another episode of the Business Building Blocks. Well, thank y'all for listening. Thank you very much. You now have the blocks, now get to building. Thank you. And see you next week. <laughs>